welcome back to the wise man's page the podcast where we read patrick rothfuss's the wise man's fear page by page this is page 785 and she was back among the leaves she made pressing cider ducked and spun and ran until she was clear of the canopy she didn't shout out in triumph as a commonwealth child might have but she jumped into the air hands raised in victory then still laughing she did a cartwheel Breathless, I watched Celine play her game again and again, moving in and out of the trees, dancing leaves. She didn't always make it to the trunk. Twice she scampered back out of the reach of the leaves without making it, and it was obvious even from where I sat that she was angry. Once she slipped and was forced to crawl out under the reach of the leaves. But she made it to the trunk and back four times, each time celebrating her escape with upraised hands, laughter, and a single perfect cartwheel. She only stopped when Vachette returned. I watched from a distance as Vachette stormed over and gave the girls stern telling off. I couldn't hear what was said, but their body language spoke volumes. Celine looked down and shuffled her feet. Vachette shook a finger and cuffed the young girl on the side of her head. It was the same scolding any child receives. Stay out of the neighbor's garden. Don't tease the Benton's sheep. Don't play among the thousand spinning leaves of your people's sacred tree. <laughs> and that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Does it say spinning leaves or spinning knives? Spin- oh, it says spinning knives. Okay. It does say spinning knives. I read it wrong. I'm sorry. That's, it happens. But also... I have things. A single perfect cartwheel, very similar to a single perfect step. Indeed. Yeah. Um, also, the like raising both hands in victory at the end of something rather than like saying something reminds me a lot of how you, uh, in gymnastics, uh, when you stick a move. <laughs> right? Because it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you do it in front to the side or to the judges. Yeah. It's what great. do you do? Uh, so when you when you're finished your routine, uh, you need to stick it. So you need to like plant both feet firmly, uh, like, and then and then you stand tall and present yourself to to the audience and to the judges to be like, look, I have done this thing. And if you mess up your stick, you lose points. Like if you right. like if you only don't land stick the landing. on one foot, yeah. Um, and then so you you present first to like well you would present just whatever direction you land. Uh, and you like normally you put your hands up. It kind of depends on the sport sometimes. And then you would turn to wherever the judges are, and then you would raise your hands again in like the same posture. Cool. Um, to be like, "Hello, this is me. I have presented my work to you. Now you may judge me." <laughs> it's cool. funny to see the Adam Child version of like whooping and celebrating. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still a fair bit of control there, but it's you know it's also like childlike, and she does laugh. And yeah, it's also exuberant. And then, of course, she gets uh, chewed out. Um, and I think that Kvoth, Kvoth might be right that this is just Vashet being like, you know you're not supposed to, like, fart in church. You know you're not supposed to, like, mess around with the sacred sorcery. But it could also be Vashet being like, this was dangerous. You could have, like, gotten yourself hurt. 
you you know you're not ready yet to for this trial that our most ex- our more experienced warriors but you're not ready for this like ritual of of uh like adulthood probably but i also bet Bashit's like a little bit proud of her on the inside i think this is like to to sit on the fence i agree Um, with both of you i think this is sort of like the situation in which if you were a parent and your kid's climbing a tree you tell them not to because you know that's dangerous and you know as a parent you're supposed to guide your children and be like don't do the dangerous thing but you're also kind of proud of them for climbing the tree and doing a good job but you don't want them to know that (laughs) I mean, I'd let my kid climb a tree. I think that's important. I think like, it depends on the tree. The bigger, the better. Yeah, you don't want to have to call yes, the fire department because they, to they get can them support out of the it. child's weight. I say the the biggest issue is when they climb small trees and then they break. <laughs> what if it's too big and they can't get down? Then they have that's, to learn how to get down. That's fine. They, they can call for help and then you'll come get them. A, that's there's an opportunity for a lesson there. Yeah, climbing trees important thing for childhood. Kids today, their parents are doing everything for them, getting them down from the trees. When I was a child, I had to learn how to get out of a tree myself, and I'm better <laughs> when for When I was it. a kid, I was stuck up in a tree for three days. I had to subsist <laughs> on a diet of twigs and squirrel droppings. Uh, and at one point, a squirrel I caught. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I didn't hear a lot of stories about kids actually getting hurt from falling out of trees. Like, like, it, like it was like... Like a fairy story your parents told you. Like, it happened, but not a lot, and not to the people The kids you... are spongy, also. Like, I'm sure I fell out of trees, and, like, you know, you don't really get that badly hurt. It's like when an ant falls, you know, there there's less uh, density. So, yeah, so they're just, it's... like, it doesn't hit as much yes, when they... Yes, children kids... famous for bouncing. <laughs> kids are famously, not... like, filled with pockets of air, like, uh, like you know, like, you know... Like, like... A, like bird's bones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like one of those uh, floaty orbs that you can walk on a pool with. So, mm-hmm. Are you saying anyway. the children are full of hot air? Yes. I am saying that. Yes, thank you, Joanna. Uh, there's another <laughs> call out to the, the present day frame when Quoth says, don't tease the Benton's sheep. The Benton's are a family who live in nowhere. I did not remember that. She doesn't always make it. and She doesn't always keep to the Ketan, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. She like drops it or like she can't quite focus enough or which you know is we've talked about this right a normal kid thing but also like a normal like crisis thing we were talking about like the reason you drill when you're doing martial arts is so it becomes second nature but yeah if you're not you don't have that mastery then like when you stop being mindful about it you'll just kind of do whatever yeah because as i recall like the the kind of proper way to do this test as an adult is to let yourself fall into like the sleeping mind state and just like rely on the katana the lathani to guide you through to where the tree is yeah i don't know if i'd say that's like a proper way to do it but i think what the 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 other purpose that this serves is for us to see how another person another trainee might tackle this task like she obviously uses martial prowess whether or not she's able to enter the spinning leaf or whatever or trust in the the Katana, the Lathani is uh, not on the page, but th- this stands in counterpoint to the way Quoth eventually solves this problem, which is by uh, Kobayashi Maruing it. Mm-hmm. He, he Gordian knots that sucker. That's right. Oh, I don't know. I don't quite know exactly how that reference applies here. Well, he, he, he finds an unconventional solution to the problem, right? He's a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I'm sure he's the first person to name the wind in order to solve the problem of the sword tree. Probably. Well, we also, we did theorize that uh, Aetha and or Raetha, I forget who is who, might have been 
wind sages, namers, what have you. Perhaps. 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 From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. God damn it, that is ridiculous. I can't believe I could just like <laughs> You You did it. You did it. I know, it. You but like to think that I can simply manipulate you into saying something by saying it first. You don't You don't have to work hard to make us quote Star Wars. It's <laughs> Oh man. Always with you it cannot be done. I have one final note, uh if you two are completed your notes. I am completed. I'm assuming that you're done your notes. Yeah, go for it. Yes. All right. This was the end of a chapter. This chapter was called Purpose, and my purpose here today on the podcast was to read both the first and last page of this chapter, so I feel special. So Yes, it is purpose, purpose that guides us, purpose that drives us, defines us. Um, that binds us. Uh, purpose, that little flame that lights a fire under your ass. Yes, uh, and the purpose of the... <laughs> and Noxaline on her ass, <laughs> or on the grass. The purpose of the martial arts. The, what is the purpose of this? It is... Uh, Control. Control, not to hurt control. someone. Control. You must learn control. Thank you, Jeremy. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <sighs> and uh, I'm trying to think of a Star Wars quote to to end on. Uh, uh, is there a you'll be back quote? A quote that's like, we'll be back tomorrow? <laughs> then I'll, yeah, we'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell! <laughs>